The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Brandon Royval, man, he delivers every single time out. He is perhaps poised for his fourth post-fight bonus. Man, I'm trying to get these 50 Gs every time I'm out here, and I'm sure I'm going to get it this time again, baby. We're making bank. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're out of here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, I'm not doing a solo show today. Matt will be here shortly. We are just, I'm just starting because we have the challenger, of course, uh, uh, fighting uh, Alexandria Pantoja on Saturday, and he is a very, very limited uh, uh, time. Oh, Matt, you're here. Perfect. Okay, I'm just starting. We're going to get Brandon in. Sorry, man. That's okay, buddy. I don't care. All right, let's bring in Brandon Royval. Uh, I'm very happy for him that he's got this shot. There he is. Sorry for the wait, Brandon. So- uh, no hey, worries, bro. Brandon, okay. that was my bad. I got ass issues. Sorry for the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to Are see you guys you, good to do it? Uh, I'm at Syndicate right now. Are you guys good to do the interview here? Yeah. Sure. Like too loud? Yeah. Right, as long as you can hear us. Yeah. You it's your time up. now. Brandon, hey, it's you, your time, bro. That coffee is the reason you got that ass issues, huh? <laughs> as I have issues, I drink more coffee. I got. I don't know why I do it. Yeah, yeah I got balance. Your first fight with... Uh, Alexandria, it was a really, really competitive, good fight. I mean, it, it ended in the second, but it was almost like you threw a punch that kind of gave your back to him. Um, it, it seemed like you, you, you stand up and then he took advantage of that. Uh, what do you expect to be different about this fight? Because I thought you, you looked so good in that first fight. Um, is, is there anything you've changed that you think will make the difference for number two? two? Yeah, yeah, I think that was like a, a big lesson on how I trained and everything. It's just Alshonda Pantosha taught me how to like, I need to slow everything down. You know, I need to slow a lot down. I need to slow how, how I fight down. I need to slow how I speak down. I need to slow a lot of things down. And I was so like in a rush to go get the finish that I it, it ultimately caused my loss, you know? And that was a fight that I was like, the second round, I, I was starting to take over and I felt like, uh, I, I felt like in between those first and second round, I was like, I'm going to win this fight for sure. And then uh, I just watched it all slip away right after that. And uh, cut to Alexander Pantoja because uh, I'm, I'm a way better fighter because of that man. 
Can I ask yeah. you too, when you talk about going for the finish too fast, do you mean in round two when you went for the choke? Uh, is that what you're talking about? And then, and then no, he no, was uh, just rushing the punches. Uh, oh, okay. I feel like that was a perfect time where I could just marinate, play with my food and, uh, and just kind of have fun with it and then expose him and let him just, just wait for the perfect time. And I feel like that's going to be the difference between that fight then and this fight now. Well, since those, since that fight, man, you're on a, a three fight winning streak. I mean, that's exciting. Shit, you're doing something right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I I, uh, I got to take on a new style. And those last three fights, I could kind of master it a little bit. And including the very last fight I had where I'm like, a little bit unhappy character, you know? And I was still in his face all the time, but being very patient and threatening the whole entire time, too. So now that I fight out Shawnee Pantoja, I feel like I've mastered the style that I've been needing to kind of play with to, to get me this championship fight in the UFC. Well, your movement is so good, and you're so hard on the floor to do anything with because it seemed like everything he tried to do, you had an answer for. Everything he, he came close to putting you in, you rolled out of. And he was also very good, but I loved when you were going for his ankle, uh, and then you switched, and you were going, I think, for the other leg. I mean, you're just a really difficult guy to deal with. And I thought you looked better in that first fight with the exception of that last moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I feel like with Alshon and Pantoja, man, then my belt is like very, very, very dangerous people on the feet and on the ground. And uh, I got to be super aware of everything he does, and he has to be super aware of everything I do. Um, we're two very much finishers that go for the kill at all times. And uh, I feel like not only is that going to make an exciting fight, but it's just like that's that's just uh, what I prepared for. I prepared for hell. I prepared for a killer. And, uh, and that's what I have in front of me, you know? Was his cardio, because uh, they were talking about like how you just, you're relentless. You just don't stop. Um, and obviously he has good cardio, but did you feel him getting tired at all? Um, or did you feel like he was able to keep up with you comfortably? Uh, I could feel him getting tired. I definitely felt him getting tired. I felt like, uh, like I said, man, I felt like I had that fight wrapped up, to be completely honest. I felt like uh, when I looked over at him between that first and that second round, um, I was like, this fight's all been over right now. And uh, the fact that I took the loss was constant forever, man. Constant forever. Especially just being a cardio-based athlete like that. Did you have a, didn't you get that, um, after the Tim Elliott fight, wasn't there a, a shoulder injury that you got fixed up or something? Yeah, yeah. I had a, a latter day shoulder shoulder surgery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, you, I, yeah, you said it used to like pop out, but then you got right. It used to come out during yeah. training. It used to pop out every week, man. Every week, every day, every other day. Yeah, I had to stop grappling. Before I got to the UFC, I stopped grappling so I could, uh, so I could just make sure my shoulders okay so I can make it to the fight. So it wasn't until the Alexander Pantosha fight, I got cleared uh, two months before me and him fought. And uh, it, wa it wasn't until Alexander Pantosha fight until I started grappling and doing jiu-jitsu again. So it, it was a long time of being injured, super injured. Uh, when did and you find out you were, oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say. Go hey, love you, baby. I'll see you later. Sorry, I had to say bye to my girl. Oh, that's okay. When did you find out you were getting the fight and, and not it was not going to be a rematch with uh, Moreno? Um, September, in September, because it was right after the UFC, like Mexico card. And uh, it, it, it was, uh, yeah. And I remember I left and I, it was at the team, the fight was at the T Mobile Center. 
and I left and I remember thinking like right then that uh, I'm like, God, I hope that, I hope that it's here. I hope all that stuff and it's kind of manifesting in my head. And then as soon as my plane landed, I got a call saying that I'm fighting for the uh, flyweight 125 belt against Alshon and at T-Mobile Center. And I was like, our T-Mobile Arena or whatever it is. And it was like, damn, that's so cool. It feels like it's, does it feel like it's your time now, bro? Come on, you've been in this game so long since you were a kid. Does it feel like yeah. it's your time now, bro? It feels like everything just makes so much sense to me right now, bro. And like, I feel like, and like, maybe everybody feels like that, but I feel like it just makes so much sense that like, I'm going to win a belt. I'm going to be the first one from my gym to do it. I've been training at the gym the longest. I'm going to win it in Las Vegas. I'm going to win it at T-Mobile Arena. And then, uh, and then also I'm going to win it in a rematch, which is like, it's so suiting to my life of just fucking things up constantly and just finally finding a way to kind of make it right, you know? And uh, I feel like that's just the story of me is just persistence paying off and just, you know, doing a lot of fucked up, like fucking things up and then learning along the way. I've never been one of those people that, uh, that were going to have a perfect record ever or just, I've never been one of those people, you know? So uh I feel like having a little bit of an ugly record and still pulling through and winning the belt is so suiting to my life. Hey, there... man, my, my, record, my record is ugly as fuck, and I got a belt. So, oh, hey, yeah. yeah, man. Fuck those that's how I feel, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, bro, I, like I said, I, it took so much to get here. It took so much to get to the UFC. It took so much to get to this title fight. But it's like, uh, I'm here and I've fucking done everything the hardest way possible. And I'm just yeah. so happy to fucking finally show them what I'm capable of, you know? Is, is there any difference in mindset? Now, I know a fight's a fight, but you're fighting for the, the, the belt. Is there any difference in your mindset now going into this one as, as opposed to the last time you fought? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like subtle reminders that I'm fighting for a belt. But to be completely honest, it's just like I forget about that shit all the time. Like, I, I always forget about it. And like to to be even more honest than that is just like fuck the belt, bro. I just want revenge. I just want to get my fucking. I just want to get that fight back. And I I want to be ranked number one, and I want to be known as the the most dangerous flyweight in the world. And going for Belshazzar Pantoja and getting a finish will be the way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Man. and a lot of a lot of guys have questions when they're going for the belt. Like, man, this guy's the champ. Can I hang? Can, am I on that level? You have the answers to that already. You know when you fought him, back when you fought him, you were an elevated fighter now. And uh, I don't know, man, who has changed more since you guys fought last? I mean, that could be a question right there. You know? No, I don't even think it's a question. I think you can see it in our in our fights. I feel like he's still the same kind of brawler that he's been since he stepped on the scene for legacy fighting. And uh, I feel like I've made vast improvements. I, I definitely am still a brawler at heart, but... Uh, I'm a counter striker. I'm all of it. I feel like I could be, I a hundred percent and this is, could be arrogant, but it's like, I feel like I could be any of these flyweights in the UFC in a Taekwondo match in a boxing match in a jujitsu match. I, I'll definitely get fucked up in wrestling, but all that being said is wrestling is just to get to those positions. I don't give a shit about that. Like That's I it. feel like I'll be, I'll, I'll be anybody in my division in all those positions. And I'm a hundred percent confident in that. It's amazing to me. I'm sorry, Jim. No, that's no, okay, buddy. It's amazing to me when Brandon's telling us that he wasn't doing any grappling when he fought like Tim Elliott because the exchanges they had on the ground, you're thinking he's living on the mat. Meanwhile, yeah. he, had, he had one wing. You know what I mean? So I'm excited for 
a healthy you in there fighting for the title. This is just, it's going to be fireworks, man. And it's on, yeah. on, on an amazing card. So, shit, man. It's going to be popping off, bro. Straight up, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to make this happen, man. I really can't. What did you take away from his fight with uh, with Moreno, uh, which was such an impressive performance? And and when, what did you uh, were you surprised at how that fight went, or what were your thoughts on that when you were watching it? Um, that guy has heart. You could, that's just a guy that wanted to win, man. Uh, he looked exhausted. I a hundred percent believe in my heart of hearts that man is super exhausted, and he just chose to be a fighter that day, and just chose to to, to push through and win that belt. And it's like, somebody asked me, they're like, how do you break a fighter like that mentally? And it's like, you don't break a fighter like that mentally. There's no breaking that guy mentally. I'm breaking it physically. Like, that's the only way to do it is I'm breaking it physically. There's no way I'm breaking it mentally. That's, and, and that's smart of you to think that, like, to recognize that and go, oh, that's not the goal. And last thing before, I, the first time we talked to you was a while ago. What was your last day job? Because a, a part of me thinks you were still working at a regular job the last, the first time we spoke to you. What was your last day job? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was working at a full time job. It was, I was working at a juvie correctional facility. Right, and then you were like talking about leaving it, or you were just about to leave it. Yeah, I didn't leave it until I fought, like right before I fought Kai Car Friends. Oh, okay. Let me go back and see when that was. But it's just crazy now to see you, um, you know, here a couple of years later. And you're uh, and you're fighting for the belt. I mean, congratulations! It's just it's really nice to see how how much you've progressed and how far you've come in a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it either, man. It's crazy, but super grateful for this life. When Have you're a great- champ, when you're a champ, don't forget about us. Yeah, never, never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, have uh, a great fight, Brandon. Congratulations on getting the title shot, and uh, you know, I really want to see you do it. So have a great fight. Thank you, thank you for fitting me in, y'all. I appreciate you. Okay, thank take you, care, buddy. Good luck, Be good. Man. Go ahead, brother. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we got to talk to him. He has a crazy schedule, I guess. Uh, They have him doing press. Jimmy, all I know is I'm going to eat very light at your house. Why? I got belly issues. You notice how today we were almost late? Yeah, sure. I was almost late on time. We're going to face something. Well, you've gotten, have you gotten colonoscopies? You know what I have to do now? I'm back to where I was before I went on the Rogan show. And then after I went on Joe Rogan show, I talked about this. And then people have been asking me about my ass. And I'm exactly (laughs) where I was then. Because I was at the point where I have to shit in a box. So then 
what happened now is my I have new insurance and it did my it didn't take that. I took a little I took too long to shit in that box. So I couldn't use that doctor anymore. So I had to go out. I found the new guy. This guy's nice. I'm gonna give him a shout out soon. First, let me shit in a box. Sure. But uh yeah, I got a new box. I got a shit. You have to mail it in? <laughs> I got a no. This one's better. You call up and then the the FedEx guys you ever come and they pick up your shit. Wow. Um, yeah, I hope you don't bring, don't bring that with you next Saturday. I prefer not to have that here. No, whatever I'm getting, I'm leaving there. I'm happy. Wait, <laughs> have you ever had a colonoscopy or no? I had three. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have. Right. You know, it's bad when you lose track, three or four. Oh, okay. So you've done that clean out and stuff like that that I had to do. Yeah. I had more guys in my ass than you, bro. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I take that statement back. But, Jimmy, let me tell you, we're going to get to the bottom of it. We will. Well, let's do our picks, Matt. It's a great, great card coming up. Um, do you want to do like a lot of the main card we could do? There's so many good fights. Um, it's just stacked. Do you want to start with the first one? Vicente Luque against Ian Gary, undefeated. 13 and 0 Ian Gary against that uh, fucking tank. Uh, even though he's lost a couple out of three, he did come back with a huge win over Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, number nine against number 10, Luque being number nine. What do you think? Listen, Ian Gary's a young man. And uh, boy, does he got a lot on his plate. I can't wait to that press conference. Yes. It's going to be wild and not for anything. And I don't have nothing against him. I met him in person. He seemed like a nice enough guy. Uh, you know, after he took Neil Magny's words and made it into something it wasn't when he did like wasn't. a bad joke and, uh, and uh, he turned it into something that was ridiculous. He doubled down on that. And he was like, ah, you know, this is warfare. And I was in his mind and he lost before he got in the cage. And, what you say could be, you know, you, you you use it against you. So listen, man, you know, I don't really feel bad for him that because, you know, you can't attack a guy so stupidly. Like that was a stupid thing he did with, 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 with Neil Magny. It was just, it was more like immature, like more like, yeah. dude, you're really looking into something that's not there. And now with his wife, with the whole. Oh, the younger you know, guy. Old. Yeah. Wrote, <laughs> The girl wrote a book and put it on Amazon, How to Be a Wag. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's hot. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> that's like if your wife put out something, how to get, you know. How to get your husband to not steal your Magnum condoms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Jimmy. 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 T-M-I, okay? Stick son of a bitch. That's great, Jimmy. You're so funny. I am taking, I tell you one thing. I am taking in this fight Vicente Luque, even though Ian Gary has looked so good and he is such a, I don't think he wins every fight in his career. Uh, he's not going to go undefeated forever. And he's, again, he's beaten some really good fighters. I am taking Luque. I think he stops him in the second round. I'm going to say Luque by decision. Okay. And it's not going to be a, a Luque. A, Luque. It's Vicente Luque, right? Yeah. Luke. I was going to say, it's not going to be, it is going to be a, a Luke decision, but it's not going to be a Luke decision. <laughs> like a lucky decision. There's, there was something there. Don't no, leave. there wasn't. <laughs> yes, there was nothing there. <laughs> there was, there nothing, was there. nothing there at all. 
But it will be a Luke, not a Lucky, a Luke right. decision. Now, talk about doubling down. I should have let that one die. That's all right. I, I respect the fact you had faith in it. And you weren't gonna. I went back the, in. I went back in. What? I am I crazy or has Tony lost seven straight fights? Well, which I believe BJ Penn was at when he stopped. And again, oh. I see five straight here. They're all fucking wars. I mean, except for that fight against. Uh, uh, who did he lose to? Uh, Chandler was a very, very tough fight, and of course, uh, uh, Oliveira. What? Pat is good, but his chin. I feel like his chin does go up. Am I crazy? They say that his chin goes up in the air. I uh, am going to take. Oh, you go, Matt. You go first, buddy. No, you go. I'm sorry. It's six straight losses for Ferguson, um, but I am going to take. Like he has not won a fight in the cage in four years. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jake. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tony in this fight. I think Patty is a great and exciting fighter. Uh he uh again, I, I felt Jared Gordon beat him. Uh he beat Levitt. He's beaten some really good fighters. But um I think Tony Ferguson brings something he's never seen before. And I think even though Tony is 39 and Patty is 28, that's a huge difference. Uh, I think Tony finds a way to sub him. Um I think Tony uh submits uh, Patty Pimblett, I'm going to say in the third. I'm going to say Tony got through hell week. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Which is wild. But I don't know, man. I mean... Pimblett's very good. My thing is I think that this is what I think. I think Patty looks in phenomenal shape. I see. I just watched that embedded with him at the uh, at the PI, and he runs into Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland's like, "Oh shit, you're not fat." <laughs> Sean's funny. Yeah. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I, th- I expected a fat guy," but um, I, I think that I, I wouldn't count Tony out. But right. I just think that y- you put it all together. I think he's just he is missing a beat, even though he he did show some. Mm, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I, I don't often go with my heart. But then again, I like Patty. It's not that I want to go root against him. True. But I feel if there is any kind of – what is Patty's record right now? Patty is uh, 4-0 in the UFC, 20-3 and overall. I mean, he's a solid, solid fighter. <clears throat> you know what? Fuck it. You said, you said Tony. What you say? I, I say I'm taking Tony in a sub in the second. I think that Tony, uh, who has looked – even against fighters who really – have been around for for 12 years. He is still a difficult guy to figure out, even though his movement is not what it was. And Pimblet has looked great. I am taking uh, Tony by sub in a second. All right, listen, man, I'm going to match you with that. Okay. But I'll I'll say Patty by sub in the third. Okay. Doesn't that make it exciting? Yeah, just two chums. Just two chums. Are we going to eat cannolis this weekend? Like like the lady in the tramp and we'll, we'll... cross our arms i'd rather not eat them like that but we could if it helps get a cannoli into my fat face yeah now five against six shavkat rachmanov of course against 17 and oh i mean it's it's a crazy record against our pal wonder boy stephen thompson well you know what i'm gonna say i'll sing it though wonder boy I don't know the rest of the words. I, I, I say, I say, I, I think Wonder Boy. I think 
beats him in a decision. I think uh, he is able to stay away from him. I think his movement is, is, is good enough where he is able to keep him away and is able to land on him. And, and I, think that he, uh, I think he wins by a decision. Yeah. I like, um, I like it a lot. I'm going to say, I'm going to say one the by decision. Okay. What? You, you did a face like that? Cause you said, no, that. no, I'm, I'm actually, I agree. Uh, Alexandre Pantoja. Ooh. Brandon Royval. Royval with cheese. Um, Jimmy, sorry. Yes, sir. Matt, my friend. You know, in France, what they call a Big Mac. Yeah. What? Big Mac. No, a Royval oh. with cheese. I'm sorry. That's from. Uh, I know, Pulp Fiction. Very good, Jim. Look at the big brain on Matt. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I think they were going to have, I think they were going to have Lawrence Fishburne in that role. But oh, Samuel right. Jackson took it. Samuel Jackson was so great, yeah. You know? Fishburne's amazing, though. Fishburne is amazing. Uh, hey, man, let's keep going with these. Oh, wait. I picked, I'm picking, I'm going to pick Brandon Royval. Yeah, so am I. I'm going to say fourth round sub watching, watching that first fight again. It was so, uh, his, his movement is so good. Although Pantoja is so dangerous on the ground. Shit. Yeah, but so is Roy Val. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think Roy Val beats him by decision. I think that Denver, that fucking those Denver lungs, um, you know, although Alexandria has amazing cardio as well, but I think Roy Val beats him by a decision. I think he just out outlasts him. He, I, I'm going to say this. I'm even going to give you it's a three to two round decision, which would be uh, 40. Let me see. Is that 48, 47, or 47, 46? Uh, 48, 47. Now, Jake, the producer, the mighty ginger, I just want to let you know I love all the references from Pulp Fiction. So he just wrote, he wrote in a note he wrote in there. Yeah, from Pulp Fiction. Now this is from uh, what's his name? Morales. What was the who was the name of the bad guy? Uh, Vince. Vince Vaughn. Mar- Marcellus. Marcellus. Marcellus Wallace. Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. He wrote. Is he wrote he, he told Butch. He told Butch, which was uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis yeah. In the fifth, your ass goes down. He wrote, "If you wanted to pick the re- fifth round pick, but why would I want to do it? I picked the fourth round." Yeah. Because this goes better with the movie. You want me to change my beliefs? No, you be who you are. You don't let anybody bully Absolutely you, not. Don't let anybody bully Jake, you. thank you for the movie line. Jake, I really I like the movie lines. Thank you. All right. I'm going to stay with the fourth round, but thank you. In the fourth, your ass goes down. I'll just change it a little bit. And then I'm going to put a band-aid. He had a band-aid on the back of his neck. Yes. And it was only rumors like that was the hole where they took his soul from and they put the bandit in and then when you open up the briefcase and you see the glow that's his soul there's always rumors like what is in that box yeah and then from another movie i don't want to repeat it but sure. i'll just tell you i'll ask you basically what's in the box what movie i mean i i would rather not uh say it yes no i know you know Yes. Uh, here's a hit. Matt's waving. He, oh, happy peace. Hey, peace. You, 
No. It, uh, what I'm saying is it's from the movie Seven. Seven. Yes. And I'm just I'm just throwing these things out there for the kids out there that they might not have seen. I named two movies from like the 90s. I was Pulp Fiction in the 90s? Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to say it was 96, 94. No, I'm right here. Hey, 94. All right. So I'm naming movies where some kids probably weren't even alive. Wow, that came in 94. That came out a year after yep. the UFC. Fuck. You know what I mean, Jimmy? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, let's do the main event. Uh, our pal Leon Edwards wow. against, look, a very dangerous Colby Covington. <sighs> I'm going to say, well, I can't pick Colby just for the fact that he's a cock. <laughs> no, we'll get him. Yeah, I mean, we don't, I mean, we don't really necessarily like Colby, but he is a great, dangerous guy. You can't say he's not a very tough. He's I got great he's endurance. He's also been inactive. Relentless, yeah. Yeah relentlessly pressing charges oh Maybe. come on matt with that talk but you're not wrong i'm gonna say leon edwards fucking fourth round he finds that kick let me say he knocks him out fourth round stoppage leon i think leon stops him in the second stop really yep taking leon in the second Wow, man, you got some confidence in that. I do. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, Bryce Mitchell's fighting Josh Emmett. Main fight or or the uh, final fight of the prelims. Oh, by the way, Matt, let me plug this before we do that. The early prelims, 6 o'clock on ESPN Plus, and the prelims are 8 o'clock on ESPN Plus and ESPN 2. And the main card is, of course, a pay-per-view ESPN Plus. Uh, you're just a boob if you don't order this. Cody Garbrandt's fighting. He's on the prelims, but... Uh, Alonzo Menafield against Dustin Jacoby. There's so many great fights. Andre Feely, uh, Lucas Almeida. What a great fight. And our buddy Randy Brown opens the entire night. Um, this is just, it's a, it's a great night of fights. Every card has been fucking fantastic lately. Oh, Bridget, you know that Bryce Mitchell's um, filling in for an, uh, an injured uh, um, Giga. Giga hurt himself. Oh, to Cage, that's right. He had the same injury. What did he have? A groin pull, I think, right? I believe yeah. it was a groin pill. Yeah, we just talked to, uh, who had two groin pulls? We just talked to someone at two groin poles. It happened in um, kicking the machine. I'm sorry, kicking the machine. It was a, I think he was working with Marab. 
Uh, who do we just? My memory's gone, Matt. Who do we just have that had two groin pulls? They recovered, and then they had another one. Um, oh, man, we just had him on, and they had two, suffered two groin pulls. I hear Jake will say, uh, "Nope, not yet." Man, huh. I don't know who you're talking about, man. Sean Brady, I think Sean Brady. Up, oh, yes, it was Brady. Okay, it was Brady, man. I like to make my brain get it. Yeah, but he had two in back to back, I think. And then uh, Giga has this one. How do you get a groin pull? Is it from grappling or typically from kicking? You don't know about getting your groin pulled, bro. No, I do, but it never put me out of commission. It's always relaxed me. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That stuff's annoying. Do that stuff with the ribs. You can't really do nothing for. And then, yeah. I have a bad vibe. I hurt my foot in Muay Thai, I think, giving the bag a good kick. Stop doing that, bro. You listen to me. No offense, but you're not breaking no eggs with your strikes. Do the jujitsu. You're going to get to anybody's back, and you're going to be able to strangle them. Put all your time in the jujitsu. Don't listen. You can strike. I'm not being, I don't want to be mean. It's good for a workout. It's not bad to learn how to rotate your little hips. Yeah. Uh, No, but I'm striking because I want to get, like, jujitsu is great if you can get to the guy but i want to be able to like intelligently get to the guy and not just hope i luck up on a single like i I want to be able to strike uh if i have to if the guy's long or if we're at an open if we're in a park somewhere and he's just moving around me i mean i would like to at least be able to defend myself from strikes um and i haven't been able to kick lately but you want to be able to do that for until you can grab somebody true jimmy it's true yeah got him Blessed with heavy hands. But uh, yeah. this morning I was doing half guard, so I taught one way from the clinch. Uh, stepping back, they step forward. Basic kind of um, a basic leg trip. It was right yeah. to half guard, into finishing, into passing, and then finishing. And then I did more of a more of a tournament where you both have each other chest and tricep, like a judo position. Yeah. You feel that guy's better. You put a foot in the hip. You lay down. You grab his leg. You sweep him. Get up on top in the half guard. And then I was going over when you're passing the half guard, when they have an underhook and they're threatening back exposure, how to turn and face their legs. And I did a basic knee bar from there. I, it's so much. I enjoy my job. I'm going to yeah. do the same tonight with the, uh, I don't want to say the old guys, because <laughs> old guy, but I do the over 40s class tonight, Jimmy. Yeah. 40 and over. And uh, I, I don't think I'm letting a cat out of the bag by telling you that it's a ball. It's well, fun. Matt, did you know? Why? I, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm going to say, did you know that when you're going for a Kimura, if the guy is holding on too tightly, that you can decide to go for an arm bar? And were you aware that if you lace the feet through a certain way and cradle the head a little with your foot, you can also uh, manage a triangle if he turns into you? Listen. This is news to me, Jimmy. I'm I will be happy to show you. I want you to show me all these transitions. <laughs> that Jiu-Jitsu World League, they just sent me a video of uh, my daughter doing a triangle. Now that you said that, in her last match, my daughter, uh, my oldest Angie, she went at him. She went versus. Uh, it was like best two out of three with this girl from uh, from Higgin Machado, who's a very nice guy, one of his affiliates. And the girl was very game. So my girl, my, my daughter beat her the first time with a modified clock choke. And the girl was going, and the one I don't like, the girl's going, I didn't tap. I didn't tap. Meanwhile, you know, 
she had the head was about to pop off and but the girl wasn't the best sport but she's a kid you know you like yeah it's what it is so i go don't then you have to go and thank the coaches you know so she comes up to me and and she was still like had her arms out like she didn't tap i'm like oh don't worry you're gonna go again you know so that's why i'm like angie get her <laughs> oh my god so then the next match uh angie went with her and she actually got her in a triangle so she got her again you know and then the girl gets up because it was but before that Angie was smashing her. She got like 16 points on her. She did a lot of, she, she took her down. She did guys. She got all the positions you could think of before she finished her with a triangle. And then the girl got up and she's going, my heart, I feel my heart. It's like, look, you're not being a very gracious winner. A loser. I should say. Yeah. Listen, it didn't go your way. You know, my youngest went in for the first time, my 10 year old, and she lost to an arm bar and a Kimura. And but she went with some ringers. I mean, these girls like they were a belt higher, like a gray with a splash with the black with all four stripes. These girls were ringers for sure. For my girl, for my daughter's first one. And she lost, but she had a great attitude. Yeah. She was like, she's like, wow, dad, this that girl looks 12. She tells me my kid's 10. Uh she was a big girl. I go, go out there, do your best. And she did. She was trying to pay. It was great. You gotta treat the, you gotta teach these kids that. It's not like, oh, it's just okay if you lose. No, you want to win, but you go out there. If you're having fun with it, you're going to improve. It will yeah. improve. So, you know, you know, you can't, I'm just saying, I don't want to, I like to practice what I preach. My one daughter was killing it. My other daughter had a hard time. Sure. It didn't hurt her day. So that other coach should like tell that girl, like, look, you lost today. You got, you got beat. Let's find out why. And let's go from there, you know? But anyway, that whole point of that is, uh gabriel my buddy from the jiu-jitsu world like, nice guy he goes look we got this they put videos together from the competitors so one time angelina did a um she did a uh she taught a technique on my on my pay on on their page and i used it on my instagram as well of her teaching her modified block choke which she actually used and uh they sent me one with her doing the triangle in the competition so if you watch my story if you watch my I'll probably post it on my thing later because they're going to collab with me. Watch my Instagram later. You'll see my daughter doing that in that the triangle. Okay. Makes me proud. Is there, Wait, is there a move you like? The, the, is there a move you like the least in jujitsu? Like you're like, for me, the triangle is a little difficult. Cause I have to, uh, the, for the one t- from today was not hard at all, but the one where you, you're going straight from the back and not transitioning from an arm bar is difficult just to get the position and make sure my legs are locked in and not, is there one you dislike or, or like the least? What I don't, what I don't really like, and I, I like a lot, I love a lot of the leg breaks and legs and leg locks. And I like to use them as reversals and stuff, but I don't like the 50, 50 position that much, not because it's not effective. I think it's very effective, but it's a lot of entanglements where, I don't know. Like you, you have to live on those legs. You lose one. You, you could be, really good at it and you lose it now they're on your leg and i like to avoid those entanglements to be honest with you maybe it's because okay. i have a maybe it's because i got arthritis but i don't like to live like on the legs like that i still like i still love a good leg break i taught a knee bar today um i love different ways of taking the limbs off but i don't like to just live on those leg entanglements sure but that's just me my preference now would you go for a leg break if you had a bar fight with a guy Oh, sure, man, especially with shoes and one. Hey, in each one of my – in several of my UFC fights, to get off the bottom, I went for the – I with Eve Edwards, I pulled guard. For, I don't know if – I in MMA, because he had me in a Muay Thai clinch, also known as the plum, I pulled butterfly guard. I attacked his leg. I got on top without taking a shot. So 
I like attacking those legs, especially on bottom. Just when you get greedy for them, that's when you can get laid out and get in trouble. But if you go for them violently and they have to address them or they're getting a broken leg, when they go to address it, you could use that to get on top. Jeff Curran, Shoney Carter, Eve Edwards, I use that wow. several times. You know, so I like, you know, so I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not anti-leg lock. I love that shit, you know. But is it practical in a real life situation unless you get down there? Yeah. 100%. I'm watching fights, especially those world style hip hop, where a guy's like standing over a guy, standing over him. Like the guy, so the guy's between his legs and he's just punching down at him. I'm like, if this person knew jujitsu, they could just go up and reap that leg, which is wrap around the leg and bring it straight across. And the other one goes to the other leg and straightens. You'll break that guy's balance. And now with shoes on, you'll rip his freaking ACL off. You, you know what I mean? So, yeah, this uh, oh, you'll see. I mean, if I'm standing right over you between my legs, and you take a leg, you wrap it around my leg, you destroy the base, and then you go to attack those legs with shoes on. Why would shoes on? Because you can grab the shoe? Oh, it's even worse. Yeah, man. Shit. I had this guy, uh, Monster. His name is Gabriel. He's a black belt of mine. He's funny. Back when he was, uh, he was with me a long time. So he used to be a bouncer. And dude, he'd be like, man, I, this one guy was a big guy. And I, he had Timberlands on. And I got him in that heel hook. He's funny. He talks like that. And I went until I heard the popping stop. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, he couldn't walk. I go, I bet he couldn't. I go, I hope you don't get sued, <laughs> motherfucker. But uh, he broke his foot. Oh, I think he ripped that guy's fucking leg off. You you do this stuff with shoes on, it's a problem. You know, is it because you have such good leverage with the oh, shoe? I got. I mean, unless it's loose and it, it comes off the shoe. Yeah, but that's nasty, dude. You got to look at those old school pancreasin fights uh, in Japan. Uh, the organization pancreasin. They used to fight <laughs> in speedos and fucking almost knee high boots. <laughs> like it looked like. Wow, it was weird, dude. It was like kind of like, so it's like, man, they didn't want to like, they had these big like on their, so that way these guys were really good with the legs, you know? So they were sticky everywhere, but then they'd get a hold of those heels. It's nasty, Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, I haven't done any leg locks yet. We're not at that point. Ah, dude, you're on the journey though, bro. Baby steps, you know? You and your fucking goblet. I like it. It's kingly. Oh, by hey, the man. way, geez, I'm so stupid. I almost forgot. Don't you dare call yourself stupid. But I am. I'm an idiot. My tour is called Now You Know, and uh, I have the first 10 shows are on sale. I got a show in uh, New Jersey, a show in Connecticut, a uh, show in Lexington, Kentucky, Petaluma, California, Monterey, California, Santa Cruz, California, Dallas, Houston, uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, pre-sale is today. So I'm only giving it out to my fans. Pre-sale, go to jimnorton.com and you can link. And the password is fatso in in uh, honor of what a pig I've been eating like. Password. You say? I'm happy I'm in shape now. I'm password fatso. You go, this is what you just did. You're like, the password is fatso. No, but and I'm also looking at myself on the monitor. Don't forget my picture's up in the Zoom window too. Oh, good. Wow. Oh, me and my Angelina. That's what yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. Now yeah. Uh, Password Fatso. Uh, first show is February 23rd and uh, February, I think, 24th. That'd be in Connecticut and New Jersey. But uh, there was a problem with the tickets this morning. All is good. Pre-sale. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Anyway, or check out my uh, YouTube channel with my wife. 
<laughs> Nikki and Jim NYC um, on YouTube. We started. I know what I'm gonna this this weekend on that show. I don't know if you're gonna be shooting. It's I'm gonna be like the neighbor Larry coming in, you know. And yeah. let's do an updated. Let's do a reboot version. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. What were you gonna say? Well, it's like when they didn't know if Jack Tripper was like gay or not. Yeah. Like you and your lovely wife, and they're not going to really know exactly what's going on. You're going to be like, ah. and I'll be Larry and I'll come in. We'll have to find a place like the Regal Beagle. Thoughts? None. I have no thoughts. Just, just down the shitter? <laughs> just down the shitter? Hey! Our good friend, Matt. Uh, Matt, I will see you Saturday night. I, I'm watching the fights with you. Yep. We want to eat. Should we wait and tell everybody when they watch yeah, it? They can watch Not us. Want to do something different than pizza? Sure. Whatever you want. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Let's have uh, broccoli. We're not having broccoli. We're not having anything green, but we're having right. something green. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy. Love you, buddy. See you I Saturday. Love you. I'll see you Monday, pal. Bye, pal. Bye-bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.